Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Show fans, yeah, we're on early. Really, he's that's that's overused. Blame the ISP. Forty-five seconds into the show, and we're already debuting the new gimmick. Yes, yes, we are. Uh, Okay, can can I at least introduce the show before we go off the rails? Please. I don't want to go had... off the rails, but well, d- d- consider who's sitting to your immediate right on my screen, and there you go. <laughs> Good evening, afternoon, and welcome. Whenever you happen to be listening, uh, I can't even get my own stick right because you've got me so flustered already. You know what? I, I think we need to do a new stick this week. Sorry, Marty. I'm going to steal a thing, right? And I think it's appropriate. We we talked about this for two minutes in the pre-show before we all lost internet. Oh, us. Thank you, Spectrum. Again! Yeah. Yeah. Goes out, comes back on, goes out three times in a row. 45 in and out away. and in and out and in so, and out. And- it's like a huge charger charging off a stage. So Anyways. So what you're telling me is they're your Aberdeen of the week? Uh, yeah, definitely yeah. the Aberdeen of the week. Hold up. Yeah. Jesus, we're getting into the... We're getting it out of the way early. We are. For once, it's not Mike Richards. Anyways. Every time that name is said, you know the rule. Yep. All right. All right. For our listening audience, we threw up the X for he who shall not be mentioned. The Voldemort of game shows. Anywho, good yeah. evening, afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening. And welcome to Life is Like a Game Show, a presentation of the W2M Network online at W2M. That's at the end of the show, John. Online at W2Mnet.com. In addition, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast listening services, as well as your favorite video feeds, except for YouTube situation to be forth explained late at another time i mean more or less i'm your host um, i am the yeah, voice they got singled out and in his defense this is normally when we'd be wrapping the show anyways well, i so, mean you're not you're not wrong about that i am your host I'll, go ahead eric no i was going to say we've been instructed to do this at the beginning as well continue oh so um Hate mail tells us that we have to plug them at the front and the back ends. And in the middle. He would like it in the middle. Anyways. I mean, it's really the best part if you think about it. All right. I am your host. My name is Harry Broder. Enough of the visual gags. 
My name is Harry Broadhurst. Joining me as per usual are the, your normal cast of characters. He is the executive producer. He is Eric Watkins. You brought up aubergines. I had to take something off my mind from them. You know why. You know, y'all are making it really, really difficult for me to do the next thing that's coming up. The, the voice you just heard, or whatever, is Brian Espinoza. <laughs> I've already had a long day at work, gentlemen. And He's been rendered speechless. And the man currently trying to siphon a beverage, possibly from his gas tank, the JTN, Jonathan Nielsen. Crystal Falls Lemon Lemon Sparkling Water. We can't be bought, but we sure can be rented. Are we being rented? Why are we throwing out free plugs? I'm about to say, I'm saving that for Friday since Point of Viewer will be back on schedule this week. Brian will in particular be proud. I hate myself, but you'll be proud. And I'll I, get an assignment. I don't want to know. I, I, you'll all right. hey, you will can see. You, can you go ahead and put me uh, full screen because we have a thing. Are we are we doing the news desk thing or are we doing the normal thing? I'm just asking. This wasn't cleared. I don't know what's happening now. Let me just roll just roll with it at this point. Okay. Thank Carry you. on. Hi, friends. It has come to our attention that somebody actually emailed Mr. Hate Mail himself, s.garmer at gmail.com. Wow. We here at Life is Like a Game Show would like to sincerely apologize for the standard of content that has been released in recent. We'll, we'll say recent. Some of this content was not up to the finest and highest quality standards of the W2M network. We all here as a collective on Life is Like a Game Show went a little bit excessively overboard on some recent episodes. I would like to personally assure you, the listening and viewing audience, that we have identified this, we apologize for it, and we are going to strive to improve the standard of show that we deliver in the future. If you want to send me full screen for a moment, Eric. As a matter of fact, to tell you how seriously we're taking this, we even have a format for this week's episode. We never have a format. No. I mean, we don't stick to it anyways, but hey, at least we're going to try, right? All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Bring everybody back in. All right. So we're covering MTV... YouTube, Quibi, apparently there's a international version as well that I have not and will not watch after having my intelligence insulted watching the YouTube version. May I remind us that you were the one that suggested this? Yeah, I remember this is fluff fun. We didn't do this younger. to you. You did this to you. We'll get to that in a second. However, we do have a couple of items over at the news desk, Mr. Espinosa. So I will send it back over to you to take us through those. Uh, news, yes. everyone. Um, insert dramatic news theme here. Dun, dun. Dramatic doggo. Yeah. 
Thank Remind you. Remind me to send you the actual news theme. Got it. Um, our first item in the news desk, um, as you may or may not remember, uh, beloved comedian, friend, and game show host, Bob Saget passed away recently. Uh, as we discussed here a few episodes back, which you can see in the archives at w2mnetwork.com. w2mnet.com. Uh, I always get it backwards. Same. I'm sorry. You're good. Continue. We had mentioned that Bob Saget's cause of death, according to the Orange County Medical Examiner, required an autopsy, and that we would get those results back at some point in the future. Welcome to the future. To be completely honest with you, I wasn't expecting it to be released to the public, given the fact that an autopsy had to be done. But turns out that information was released to the public by Bob's family, and it appears that Bob died from head trauma. Uh, the autopsy showed that he sustained some sort of fall, um, shrugged it off like nothing happened, and died in his sleep from it. Um, so there's... With... Oh, hold on. Okay. With that said, head trauma, concussions, that's no joke, people. If you have an injury specifically to your head, definitely do not just disregard it, right? It is better to go to an urgent care, to an emergency room, to a medical professional and get yourself checked out with an MRI, a CAT scan, whatever they do these days for that. Uh, MRI, CAT scan in case of severity. Um, and get a clean bill of health, then come to your demise in a completely preventable death like what happened with Bob. This is already two, and I don't like it. Well, let's look at this from a number of perspectives here as well for Mr. Saget. Um, first of all, beloved game show host, father, family man, friend, the outpouring of the outpouring of support for both Bob and his family when his passing was revealed, and now we find out tragically preventable. Um, like like Brian was saying, as he's currently eating on air a W two M Network exclusive. I'm having cookies that well now melted. Cookie, it was it was frozen when we were going to originally start. It's cookies and cream ice cream. No, it's uh, soup. <laughs> I mean, more or less. All right, so back to and it's back, all over me. Back on topic here, real quick. Um, I've had a concussion before. I don't know oh, about I have it as well. I don't know about the other. Well, obviously, Brian just answered that there. Um, nausea. My former football, line of work. Yeah, I've been. I was beaten. I was thinking battered. it was from the high school football wide receiver days. Oh no, there was that too. But <laughs> nausea dizziness, inability to sleep, broken mess. broken sleep. I mean, more or less, you're better off just turning that into a milkshake at this point. Um. Anyways, back to what I was saying. I mean, the I point is we cream. lost Eric. I do have whipped cream. Shut up, Eric. 
I'm trying to the man, shut off. The man needs it. The man needs it. Not on this show, but the man needs composure. it. I'm trying to shut up. Quality of content. No, 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 no. I'm trying to shut up because this is another thing that hits home for me. And the reason why I say this makes two, you have this with Bob Saget. And I'll be back. I don't, I don't care what, what the report said. The same thing happened with Billy Mays. The point being is what Brian said is exactly correct here, folks. Uh, as uh, speaking from all, all three of our perspectives, having suffered them, concussions are no joke. Forgive the crassness of the way I'm about to put this. They will fuck you up. Like I said, nausea, dizziness, inability to sleep, broken sleep. And the, the other thing as well, as you guys see a screen adjustment on the video version of there when, when Jonathan returns there, the other thing about these as well is that far too often they either go undiagnosed because people think nothing's wrong mm-hmm. or they get misdiagnosed by people who think that, oh, I can just go see urgent care or I can just go have them take an x-ray. So the x-rays aren't going to do anything for a concussion. If, no. you have, if you have brain traumatization, if you have a head injury, get an MRI. Get a CAT scan, depending well, on... Well, you can care. you can go see urgent care. I mean, most urgent cares nowadays do have, even if it's not like the full hospital MRI, they at least have a portable MRI. Right, but what I'm saying is like people who are getting like x-rays and stuff for head injuries, x-rays aren't going to do a damn thing for that. Mm-mm. Oh, no, you are correct in that nature, yes. But, I mean, you can 100% go see an urgent care, and they can... A good urgent care, not like some, you know, ultra-crappy one... Uh, can definitely diagnose head injury and, you know, refer you to the hospital. Apologies for the scammer that wouldn't stop ringing. I do. Uh, I'm just encouraging people out there. Uh, entirely preventable. Should, shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have came to the demise that he did, especially just as he was starting to get things back together. He was... He had just tweeted out how much he was enjoying doing stand-up comedy again, not even realizing he had done a two-hour set where he was. We talked about the fact with the game show revivals. One versus 100 would be a prime example of a game show that could have been revived, and Bob Saget would have been great to bring back as the host of that once again. I'll even give myself a circle for that. All judges Uh, agree. And like we talked about last week when we did the Newlywood game, if they ever brought back the Newlywood game, Saget would have been an excellent host for the Newlywood game. I, I won't disagree with that. I don't think he would have been the number one choice, but uh, we We're had back. that discussion last week. He would have gotten a second season out of it at least. But to be fair, uh, freaking Leslie Jones got a second season, so that bar is low. <laughs> it's not as low as the match game part two bar. That's a low bar. Thank uh, you, Marty Bass. Thank you. I actually thought the, the 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 I think it was the original match game, not the second one. I thought the the Rayburn years one was actually pretty good. Did somebody did somebody say something that doesn't exist? Because I thought I heard somebody say something that doesn't exist. A host that shall not be named. All right, let's go back to the news desk for our second item. It's apparently. One, two, three hundred thousands a crowd. Um, we actually got quite a few things on in the news thing today. Whoa, 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 whoa. we're getting a timeout from up on high. I think I'm about.
monkey. I don't even know what the monkey was for, but screw it. My sh- my uh my news desk introduction of this particular segment. I was gonna go with a three's a crowd reference, but you're I did. Better. Yeah, I don't. I didn't get it, but whatever. We're moving on. Um, Wheel of Fortune made history this week. Uh, and then they shattered their own history. John, please don't interrupt me mid-sentence. Sorry. Where was I in my train of thought? Wheel of Fortune made history this week. Yes, thank you. Uh, Wheel of Fortune made history this week. Um, Not one, not two, but three $100,000 winners. Um, As Wheel of Fortune joked on Twitter, uh, no, we are not going to pull a league to the max, check the tweet segment, but uh, as uh, they they joked on Twitter, uh, they've ran out of confetti. Three $100,000 winners in a row. Now, for those of you who are wondering why is this newsworthy, I thought the maximum was a million. Well, you're part right and part wrong. If a contestant doesn't get the million-dollar wedge in the front game, then the maximum that they can play for in the bonus round is $100,000. Basically, what happened was is they would have landed on the space that would have contained the million-dollar wedge had they had it going into the bonus round. And the I, thought they kept, I thought they kept the $100,000 and they flipped some some Pat, other prize out for Pat it. specifically says that they remove the $100,000 envelope and replace it with a million bucks. Oh, okay. Well, and he has to say it because standards and practices. Speaking of Pat Sajak and standards and practices, that's segway. actually a good segue. Uh, Pat knows his game show history. Uh, he took to Twitter this week as well. He took um, to TikTok even. Uh, John, let Brian talk. Pat Sajak took to Twitter this week um, telling folks, and I'll, I'll read the, the tweet here, a quick reminder to conspiracy theorists, thanks to the quiz show scandals of the 1950s, fixing a TV game show is a federal crime. I really like our players, and I'd like them all to win, but I draw the line at serving prison time. (laughs) Uh, But yes, Wheel of Fortune, $300,000 winners in a row. Uh, Wheel of Fortune is officially out of confetti, which is a good thing because it's my understanding they did not have a top dollar winner tonight. Not only did they not have a top dollar winner, even if the bonus puzzle was solved, which it was not, the prize was a Ford Edge. All right. right. I, I, you know, we'll do the math another another time, but I am curious what the statistical statistical likelihood of that would have been. How many envelopes? I don't don't know that offhand. That's why. I think 20. I'll, I'll be back. I, th- I think 20. Do we have a third news item, or are those the only two items? Well, we actually do have another news item. I didn't share this earlier. Um, well, if you didn't but, share this one, I don't have a title for this one. You're on your own here. Sorry. 
that's that's fine. fine. I, I can, can introduce, introduce these things. things. Very well. Um, um, do, do we, we remember, remember our favorite recent Jeopardy, Jeopardy champion, champion, Amy Schneider? I've heard about this. I know this. Not story a big well. fan. Oh. Uh, she pulled a Chuck Bears. What? She mm-hmm. quit her, her day, day job. job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Took that job and shoved it. Yeah, yeah she, she quit. She officially, she announced on Twitter. Uh, she is officially quitting her day job. And she is going to be transitioning to becoming a public figure. And she's hoping and looking forward to working with the Jeopardy staff in the future. Uh, what's the name of that new game show on GSN Masterminds? I fully expect her to. I fully expect her to end up on there. I I, I have no comment. I just read the news. I twenty four envelopes, by the way. I could see her replacing Ken Jennings on Masterminds as he's already a little bit busy, but I think it's a bit too soon for the Jeopardy staff, especially with the recent comments that she made during her winning streak. Go ahead, John. Can we just can we just get one game show personality, contestant, host, whatever that hasn't been in some sort of hot water? Just one. Not in this age. I mean, making this quick, the recent comments I'm referring to already trying to make an angle saying that if she was offered the hosting job, she would take it. To me, personally, awfully presumptuous. Oh, yeah. No. Big X on that. No. No. That's... That's unanimous. That's, doesn't have the doesn't have the personality to carry. That's that not even slightly that. pretentious. That's like from zero to a hundred. That's a hundred and ten pretentious. Your uh, wheel of fortune odds, by the way, you'll get three in a row. Just a hundred thousand dollar envelope spins. One, One out- in thirteen thousand eight twenty four. Okay. So what about four? Because now we're looking at four. Or at least we wanted to look at four. We we got the three, which one in thirteen thousand three hundred thirty one thousand seven seventy six. Correct me if I'm wrong. That would be one over twenty four to the fourth power. Correct. Which is what that denominator I just read was of that fraction. Yes. Okay. You I'm, are technically correct. Uh, we're not doing that bit again right now. All right, that wraps us up at the news desk. And now we get into the reason we're actually here to do this episode. We're calling this one singled out. And man, do we feel it for picking this show. Sorry, uh, guys. Yeah, Sorry, what guys. is I, I, again I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the same gimmick that, that John did earlier because it's actually applicable for a change. We didn't do this to you, you did this to us. What is the hell that you have wrought (laughs) upon this podcast, sir? Okay, so I have not, I haven't even heard of this game show. Much less watched an episode, a clip, a commercial, anything for it. You never heard of it? Um, and this is late nineties. This is like your era. You really? I I have to tell you guys. MTV. Enough said. 
I have to tell you guys, watching this back, I realized what this is. This is a modern day precursor to shows like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Well, I, like it's, I said, or like it's I was trash say, TV. Go ahead. I, 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 I on my lunch break today because I usually don't <laughs> for for shows that I don't really remember um, that well. I will watch an episode or two before we go on air that night, right? On my lunch break at work today, uh, which you can you can now see my uh, call center headset hanging off my microphone here. I started watching the episode. Did you finish? I did finish. Wow. Much as I didn't want to. You're a stronger <laughs> man than me. I have seen a lot worse. <laughs> I don't disagree with that, but God, that you we'll get to it in a few moments. That's all. I'm Especially say. seeing as my television background comes in public television and public <laughs> access television, <laughs> here, both here and Australia. I said, "So you son of a bitch coming?" Okay, take the camera off and meet me. Brian goes down under. Use yeah. you. Bastard. All right. All right. Anyways, so I'm sitting here. I queue up. I type it into YouTube. I queue up the first episode I can find. Oh, that was your first mistake. <laughs> I'm the, the, obviously the one from MTV. Like, I knew enough to know, okay, this is the actual game show I'm looking for. That much I can figure out. I am not even 30 seconds, literally, not even 30 seconds into this. And I go into our Discord, right? We, you know, we have the Discord. We've been promoting it. Find it in the thing in description. And yes, I have been using the proper link, the one that works. We, we have, uh, as you can imagine, a section of our Discord for the four of us as, as the talent of the show to discuss what we're going to be doing the next week, etc. And occasionally Rancid Randy. Um, 30 seconds into this episode, I, I stated, and I quote, what in the ungodly hell am I watching, Harry? <laughs> All right. So it was just... This show belongs on Seidelman's game show garbage, but continue. Do you have um if if we if we did this like if we took that version verbatim with the awkward ass hand cheek kissing and all that, all that other bullshit, and we brought it into 2022, just no oh, we're, we'll that get would get there. canceled culture so stop, fast. It's stop, not stop, even stop, funny. stop, stop, because we're actually going to discuss that a little bit I, later. I, 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 I know, but I'm getting my thoughts out there now. I do want to say one thing before, you know, I don't want to derail us too much, but I find it as an actual insult. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is appropriate. I find it insulting to Heavy D and the boys that now that we found love, which is an excellent song, it's a chart-topping song, it's got awards, just... The fact that they had to do a shittily remixed version of Now That We Found Love as the theme song 
to this abomination of a purported game show is just I'm at a loss for words at this point forward. I just feel so if I had a white flag, this is me waving my white flag. This is against the Geneva Conventions. This is psychological warfare. That's how bad I thought it was. I just feel so glorious that with everything that's happened this week and all of this havoc on podcasts, none of it's my fault. I feel good. Wait, wait for Friday. Gentlemen, I do not usually ask for the full screen. Oh, oh, oh no. But I'm asking for the full screen. All right. Keep in mind what we talked about pre-show over there, Nielsen. All right. This this is this is not going to be a Jackie Gleason level rant, but it's going to be close. I already covered us with that. Normally, this bottle would get tossed over the monitors into a certain other individual over on the other side. No, this bottle is saved for the two creators of this abysmal show. Burt Wheeler and Sharon Sussman. This bottle is yours. All right, go ahead and send, go ahead and send me to the F O here real quick, Eric. All right, so I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really didn't remember a ton about this show. You guys, you guys put me, you guys put me on the spot. Oh, gee, no shit, Harry. <laughs> you guys put me on the spot to pick a dating themed game show. I love you could have picked the dating game. You could have picked Chuck Woolery's Love Connection. I figured I wanted to do something different. Different, he says. Different, we definitely got here. All right, so for those of you who don't remember Singled Out, and consider yourself lucky if you don't. With, with that was me up until 7.30 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time today. Here's Jonathan Nielsen with the non-credible academic resource rundown. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, oh, God. Yeah, the, bottle, the bottle does not go to the presenters. It wasn't their fault. Actually, it's fun that you mentioned that real quick because that is the one thing we do have this show to thank. It did help launch Chris Hardwick's career. Chris Hardwick? Justina Valentine and <laughs> Sorry, threw up a little bit there. Continue. <laughs> I mean, so unfair. They uh, the following Martin. the following statement and opinions expressed are not those of the W. Ah, fuck it, I can't. Say yes, it. they are. <laughs> Go ahead. Interrupting me is a gimmick that has been infringed upon by this man, and gimmick infringement, of course, is your W. Two network exclusive. All right, back to it. Come on. I, I just I have to say one thing because we're talking about go hosts, full four. I don't right? full screen no more. We're we're talking about the hosts, right? Yes, which is where we were about to start. Yes, Chris Hardwick. Oh no, this Chris, is a doozy. Chris Hardwick, Jenny McCarthy, Carmen Electra from the original version, Justina Valentine, and some rapper whose name I already forgot from the YouTube relaunch. Keith Reginald Sergeal, if I'm pronouncing that right, and Mark, how many know is conceited? Conceited, thank you. And then Kiki Palmer, she of uh, Action Jackson VIP on Nickelodeon as your host for the Quibi version. Go ahead, Brian. You, you put put the put the final thought up. Put the put, put the final thought up. 
Oh, uh, it's, it's a it's a double oh, final thought. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna be getting a lot of those today. <laughs> Who in the bloody fuck <laughs> decided to hire some two bit? <laughs> I know where this is going. Go ahead. Wanna be white gangster? Rapper whose only claim to rap fame is she featured on a Fetty Wap track. Fetty Wap track, excuse me. Yes, I do know my rap in R&B. I grew up in the hood, okay? <laughs> Facts. That's too cringe for me. Nope, I'm out. But seriously, though, who hired... This wannabe gangsta chick. Now I gotta look up something because I think I have an answer, but I'll be shocked if it actually is the correct answer. All right, so and then and then and then on top of that, they co-hosted her with some dude from Brooklyn, who the only peep, the only reason why people know this motherfucker is because he was on Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out. That's where I recognize. Who the fuck from. watches Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out these days? I maybe have watched like two episodes in my entire life. Thank you. There's there's some good stuff on there. I don't MTV know. I, I, I just like completely lost their audience, right? You had Jenny McCarthy. Mm -hmm. Jenny motherfucking former Playboy playmate. Coming right off of the high of her Playboy career. You had Carmen Electra. Jenny I'm McCar getting there. I'm Jenny getting McCarthy, there, but... who was also launched into a sitcom by this show as well. My, my point is, you had Jenny McCarthy, who was just coming off. She was at the height of her career, right? Like, she just she had just finished. As a matter of fact, I think she was still doing stuff for Playboy at this time, Right. Why can't you take that same energy and bring it to that 2018 reboot? Okay. Why can't you go get – I'm not going to start naming adult entertainers here because this is a family show, and I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. And we'll probably go down this rabbit hole on Friday's point of viewer. We're we moving back – we can continue that conversation there. Moving my back point this is, week to midnight Eastern time. Go ahead. My 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 point being, <laughs> why the bleep? Because I'm, I'm I'm trying to keep this a little bit more like a family yeah. show. Yeah, we we've, we've already dropped like four of them. I know, but that was part of the hate mail, and I do feel a little bad. But anyways. Why the hell could they not go with that same strategy the first time around? Or the, well, or the third, this to, is now the third to time be around, fair, excuse me. To be fair, Chris Hardwick was a nobody at this point. Oh, no, that's why I'm saying. That's why they got Jenny McCarthy in, because they were using her sex appeal and Playboy and all that. And Hardwick, so. was, Hardwick was a well-known travel comedian at the time. Or travel com comic. Go ahead, Eric. But but my point is is this this duo. I did I did watch one emphasis on one, and no, I couldn't finish this one. That's how bad the 
that was. But the the the, the MTV online remake, redo, whatever, revival. I couldn't do it. It was that bad. Between the cringe of... It was the cringe between the wannabe gangster rap white girl and this, like, nobody wannabe rapper who has got weak-ass links to Nick Cannon. So, literally, it was the case of Weird Al and I can't watch this? Yeah, pretty much. Like, the show, I, you know what? I will say this. For the 2018 online reboot, right? I may be jumping, I may be jumping the, lo, the, 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 the thing a little bit here. But the 2018 reboot was not bad, right? Like, especially given the fact that they were definitely trying to appeal to the younger end of the 18 to 34 demographic. If you look at it subjectively in that nature, right? Better hosts, it could have been something. With better hosts that weren't trying too hard, because that's exactly what it was, the MTV, the reboot, the 2018 hybrid online in-person reboot could have been a viral success. Not to mention the catfish twist on it as well, which was something that was actually yeah, kind of kind of clever. Times, and I like that. Because that again, modern for the time. Modern right? I mean, dating, modern, that's a real modern. problem. All right. Yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Okay. I can I'm actually with my I'll be back in a minute. I actually need to use the restroom. I can actually go ahead and kind of answer part of that temporarily. First of all, not a lot of space down here now. First of all, apologies to Mr. Marty Bass. Second of all, to answer Brian's rant, as I described this in our Discord, the show went from Gen X guilty pleasure slash cringe to full-on millennial cringe. The reason why they had the different levels of talent Look at where MTV was in the 90s. It was arguably one of the hottest networks. It was tops. You could make the argument that it was the most viewed channel on cable for a while. It really was, because look at where Gen Xers, music videos, Beavis and Butthead, shows like Singled <clears throat> Out. Remote I mean, control. Exactly. You had, that was a prime moment where MTV was so centered in pop culture. What if man approves, by the way. What have they done in the tw 20 plus almost 30 years since? They went hardcore away from everything that got them great. Music videos, the real world, everything that had a cemented place to more and more reality, even beyond things like catfish. 16 and pregnant, teen mom. You see the direction they were trending, even in renaming themselves just MTV instead of music television. Oh, that happened in the early 2000s, didn't it? Or yes, and this, is, this is what I'm saying. In the time between when the original single out aired and the reboot. Welcome I back. Mean, there's a reason why on that star wheel, 
I put MTV Music Videos as the gag replacing the show when it was spun. All right, go ahead and uh, go ahead and go to go back to the non uncredible academic and give people a quick rundown of like how the show operated, Jonathan. Well, I've got another non academic credible pulled up to answer the question of why did they do what they did? In my opinion, as not part of that eighteen to thirty four demographic, because I am the old man around here. You would have still been in the eighteen to thirty four in that era, though. If so, barely. Mm. Yeah, because I mean, you definitely. I think out of anybody here, you probably would have one hundred percent been the target audience for. Mind you, my parents are the very beginning edge of the boomers. Not to mention, in that seems to be a bit outside of even my young millennial slash Gen X border age. Yeah, even in 2018, I would have been on the far fringes of the 18 to 34 demographic. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been 33 myself. In 2018, I would have been 28. 30. I would have been 34. I would have been at the edge. Anywho, so here's what I think happened. Which is why I said when I look, when I subjectively look at it in the. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I was... Happens. It's a W2M network exclusive. Continue. That's why I said when you subjectively look at it from the... They are targeting the younger end of that. And if you understand what the younger end of that is into, right? If you understand the teen demographic... The the Tinder crowd. Then the show was perfect. This is not our show. Like like what we, like what I was just saying there the Tinder crowd the meet me crowd the, yeah no you're you're not wrong it was definitely plenty of fish okay cupid the... see I would that. I would argue plenty of fish would have been too high class for this group ah plenty of fish in 2018 was not as high class as you think it was buddy plenty of fish I mean, was fair, basically I was, I, I was off Plenty of Fish by like 2014. So okay, Plenty of Fish in 2018 was basically Craigslist light. Yeah. Oh my this god, guy's a dozen single. So yeah. Plenty of oh, Fish oh, stopped being good in like 2016, I'd say. Oh my god, 2016. Oh yeah. my god, Eric, this is the game show version of Missed Connections from Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, it is. Even when you look like, especially if you look at, have we talked about the format yet? Let's talk about. No, we were format. just about this, to do. I this. haven't got. I haven't got With the non-academic resource, let's get to the format, please. Let me get this point out that I've been trying to get. <laughs> so I need like a what really grinds my gears moment, right? Um, now. Yeah, yeah, you already this, had so, that in the pre-show. So, so here's what I think happened. You had the 90s version, MTV knocks it out of the park for its time, right? MTV has one rival in that niche, that genre of networks, BH1. The MTV folks saw what VH1 was doing with Hip Hop Squares, which was a few years before the single out relaunch and tried to steal from that gimmick, which worked very well, and it went over like a rotten egg. Wait, wait, wait. Time, time out, time out, time out, time out. They did a hip-hop version of Hollywood Squares. 
Correct. One, Wait, did we've mentioned this before. We have mentioned hip hop squares before. I wasn't that LL Cool. Eric, correct me if I'm wrong here. Wasn't it LL Cool J hosting it for a while, or he was center square? I know LL Cool J had some. I presented by Peter Rosenberg, DeRay Davis, narrated by DJ Ms. Nix, and Ice Cube for hip hop squares. Okay, so I'm going to have to go back and watch that before we do the Hollywood Squares deep dive. Noted. Yeah, go ahead, Jonathan. About the same time, you might. I think you might enjoy Hip Hop Squares, at least the first season. Hip Hop Squares, five seasons, seventeen through nineteen. The music composed in 2012. Ep- episode. How did we? Okay, how did we end up on Hip Hop Squares though? I'm a little because confused. singled out as that garbage. You Not got the rapper host and. The hood and all that discussion. I think this is what happened. I, I love the very Caucasian way that Jonathan just said the hood. <laughs> I grew up in New York suburbia, completely whitewashed, sir. <laughs> I have no credit. This is old. Yo, I, he ain't from the streets, yo. He don't know nothing about the hood, man. I mean, what? to be fair, if there's the hood, and then there's a different level of hood when you get to Strong Island. I'll say nothing more. Woo. Sorry. Go go ahead, Jonathan. Let's so, get to the show format. To get, to get to our actual show, closing my <laughs> hip-hop squares window. Yeah, because I, I made I'm the sorry, but I, I didn't understand. Ten minutes later. I didn't understand that at all. But that's As okay. happens on the show. 22-minute runtime, 95 to 98. 10 to 15-minute runtime, 2018 to present. Always produced by MTV Productions, MTV YouTube Quibi. As mentioned, the Quib- then, as yeah. mentioned, the Quibi version was Kiki Palmer, best known for her run on Nickelodeon as, uh, what was it, True Jackson VIP. I said Action Jackson earlier. It's True Jackson VIP. And congratulations. That's all I know about the show. Well, the format's right there on the non-academic credible. If you oh, I'll talk about the format. All right, so here's what the Your format Your fault we're here, Harry. I'm passing to you. Here's what the format was. For the original version, there were 50 contestants with one chooser. Half a mile. The choo- <laughs> Not wrong. The chooser would be brought out blindfolded so that they could not see the contestants. And then the chooser would remove the blindfold once in the seat where Chris Hartle would reveal a series of multiple choice questions to ask the mob members. I, You got me calling them the mob now. Thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate it. Anytime. It adds at least it adds something entertaining to the show. The point we're paying is, we're paying tribute to Bob Saget. Yes, indeed. Rest in, rest in peace, Bob. Necessary demise. All right, that works. Um, one of six categories, which uh, six categories were listed on the board. One of the six categories was chosen, and then two possible answers to that category were given. For example, the episode that I watched, we probably watched the same episode. One of them was like Air, Grizzly Bear, or Barely There. Yep, yeah, that was the I one we all watched that same. I yeah. watch shit. Well, so that would be the question. And then obviously, Grizzly Bear would be guys with hairy chests, barely there would be guys that are well maintained, manscaped, call it whatever you wish to. Do not undo your shirt, Jonathan, for the love of God. This is not the hot tub show. And then, whichever that nope, nope, family show, stop. 
<laughs> see, now you see how I feel when oh, I am. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, this was definitely not a family show because they would go straight for the jugular on innuendo on some of these these category oh, we're getting, names. We're getting to, we're one of literally the one episode that I, the Hardwick episode that I watched had a category called package. Yeah, I was gonna say exactly that. Yeah, stay classy, Viacom. But no, it's nothing classy about this show. Let's be real. This, this was, is MTV in the 90s. Look, this aired at the same time that Ned and Stacy aired on Fox, okay? If you ever saw what was the TV Guy channel when they aired reruns of that series, that was Innuendo Central, all right? That's how it was in the mid-90s. Continue. Okay, back on topic. Back on topic. Thank you. Um... And then who, whichever contest, all the contestants, all the all the potential suitors, as it were, to steal a line from The Bachelor here, because that's basically what this show was, would have their list of their answers to the six questions on a on a card on their chest, and whichever people Some, did not somewhere have, on them, yeah, whichever people Wasn't did not that... have the answer that she chose. Or that he chose, if it was the girls that the, the guy was asking a questions to, whomever did not choose to have that answer on their chest would be eliminated from the process. This would continue on the original version. This would continue until there was one person left. And I think it was a series of multiple choices at the end, where it came down. No, to no, like, you're, you're jumping too far. You're jumping a little too far ahead, Harry. Yeah, it, I think no, they the, eliminated the, the, the elimination. The board with the you know pick one was they eliminated it until it got down to around eight contestants. And usually like it was eight about was three the, choices. Yeah, eight was the, the the golden number that they were looking for, but if they got a nine or a seven or something like that, that's where they would stop it. Uh, and yeah, it usually took like between two and three um, category selections because I think the guy took three and the girl took two. Like, like the girls, the girls took two in that episode. Actually, Brian, five to eight. See, I was close. Uh, um, six, six on the 2018 remake, three in person, three on the URL, the users online. But obviously they can't guarantee that they'll get to that, so they put a little range in. But mm -hmm. um, the second phase... Um, we talked about match game a couple of weeks ago. It was kind of like the matchup, mm -hmm. the the matchup round from the match game. Well, that was the um, closing. That was the closing one for the 2018 reboot. Because there was I like don't a. Know about the, I don't know about the 2018. I did not. I I don't remember the 2018. I didn't oh, watch. The you whole didn't thing. make it through the whole thing. There on the yeah. 2018 reboot, the opening round was the same question board. The second round was like a physical thing, like um. For the people in person, there was like a physical, like a sexy way to eat food or whatever. And then for the people online, show me the last text message you sent. And of course, one of them ended up being a dick pic because of course it was. So, and then two people, one person from each pool was chosen to go to the head to head for the match game style finishing. Yeah, round. it was like a dating, it was like a weird hybrid between dating game and. The match, match game, game 90 matchup. Um, um, and like an, example, anything, an, example an example question from the non-academic credible resource. Um, if, if you, you had, had me alone in a limousine for three hours, what, what would you do to me? And 
the, 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 the picker, yeah. yeah. The, the picker had to basically make a, you know, keeper eliminate option right then and there based on their answer. Um, and as we've learned from other fusions of game shows past, fusing two game shows together into one is a very carefully orchestrated dance. If one thing goes awry, you got a one season blunder ahead of you. Match Game Hollywood squares out. I still stand by the fact that I think Match Game Hollywood yeah, squares would have worked with a better host. Same, but exactly. Uh, in the third round, after they narrowed it down to three contestants, um, three to four, pretty much three. Um, Two won the 2018 always, remake. It was always three. Two on the 2018 uh, remake for the final round, but go ahead. There was a wall that they had put up so that the guy couldn't, the, the, the picker couldn't see the, the, the potential suitors. Um, very much dating game-esque. Um, the wall was removed. Um, the contestant still could not see the, the suitors, but there was the best way that I could describe this. Legends of the Hidden were, Temple. Yeah, I was going to say, if you remember Legends of the Hidden Temple and the Steps of Knowledge, um, they they started off like at the very back. Each time they matched the, uh, the answer that the picker gave, they moved one step closer to the center. First person to make it to the center wins the date. And they got a prize with the date, which was usually like some sort of all expenses or moderate expenses paid fancy date thing. Yeah, um, Similar to like what Love Connection would do in terms of setting yeah. up the dates for their contestants to go on. Um, and, and usually... Without the story of what happened after. And usually Jenny McCarthy would come up with some bad pun... Uh, much in the vein, like, you know, Nielsen over there would come up with bad puns. I approve this message. I like this show now. Uh, to describe um, what the contestants won. Like, they had one guy, like, in the like the episode that I watched, the, the guys that were sued, the, the guys that were, you know, the ones trying to win the girl, one of the guys had the nickname of Big Red, I think it was, or something like that. Uh, and he ended up winning the, the, the date. And Jenny McCarthy comes on and starts like, well, dude, you're going to go to a big-ass restaurant and eat a big-ass amount of food. And, like, just kept saying things with the word big in it. A better route from the pun master himself on this oh, podcast would have been everybody Red standing by. <sighs> but, um Yeah, after the couple had been made, the, the contestants were placed back-to-back -back while Hardwick read a description of the winning player. The contestants then turned around to meet each other for the first time, and the trip and prizes were described to them by the announcer. Uh, they played two per show, one guy, one girl. Girl picks between 50 single guys. Guy picks between 50 single girls. The 2018 remake had no such discrimination towards gender. Yeah, I was going to say, I know from what I did see, the few, few minutes of the 2018 version, I did see that they were uh, LGBT-friendly there. Um, I will go with a very effeminate male. 
chooser? Oh my. There, there's a word that I really want to say. Not family that show. Point of viewer. Moving on. Um, what you say exactly? But uh, that's I'm it. Just, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about what's merchandising. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, merchandising. merchandising. Uh, there was a book. MTV singled out guide to dating. Um, there was a his and hers side. Do not recommend. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Winning wait a couples minute. were interviewed about their dates is part of the book. Um, speaking of winning couples being interviewed about their dates, there was a VHS tape because that was the thing back then. Uh, singled out the dirt on the dates, which was pretty much the follow-up show that they didn't want to be asked to air on TV. Um, where they followed contestants um, selected from the crowd, and it was an in-depth look at the show, and uh, it looks like, I'm assuming, probably the date as well. Um, it did get parodied a little bit um, in other media. Uh, it was parodied on... How did I... I'm sorry to interrupt you here. I'm looking at the parodies right now real quick, and I do apologize for this, but two of my favorite shows, and I literally don't remember this on either of them. I remember The Boy Meets World. I don't remember The Boy Meets World. I don't remember the Sabrina the Teenage Witch parody. That one I did not see. And those were two of my favorite shows because ask, ask Eric. Eric will tell you. My two celebrity crushes when I was a kid, Melissa Joan Hart, Daniel Feischel, uh, Sabrina and Topanga, respective, respectfully. Yep. Go ahead, Brian. A game show winner in her own right. More on that later. Um, notable shows that parodied, singled out: Boy Meets World, uh, Mad Magazine. Um, actually, Mad the Mad TV, TV. based on Mad Magazine. Yeah, I think it was Mad TV. Um. Actually, no, it was in actual Mad Magazine. I was right. Single Louts. I'm seeing it right now. The show was parodied yeah. Single Louts um, in a 1996 issue of the satire magazine Mad, hosted by Dis Hardup and Jamie McAirhead. Jamie McAirhead. Wow, yeah. that's, that couldn't be more spot on. Go ahead, continue. Um, parodied on an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch uh, and the 1997 film Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. You missed the Dana Carvey show, but then again, what in that era, I missed the Dana Carvey show. So. All right, so. Well, isn't that special? Uh, apparently, there are international <laughs> versions I saw. Sorry, monkey. Appropriate 90s reference was appropriate. Eric popping me with a church lady reference from SNL. You're welcome. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. This is my I am not amused <laughs> look. Wait, well, you well. mean? Yes. yes. Heavy handed on the Barker? No. A little bit. I mean, you can it, never be new. heavy heavy handed on the Barker. It's new. It, so. It's a new gimmick. Okay, new gimmick so is new. Let's let's talk about actually what this show did do for the game show community because two people from the show well, actually two we, people we from the show about the, we forgot about the international versions. There's a UK version. None of us watch that. 
Sorry. <laughs> the Americans <laughs> were enough for me. You, you want to talk international? Okay, Brazil, Denmark, Germany, Israel, Turkey, UK, Italy, done. Next. All right, let's talk about what this show is. That's did. actually what I was going to do. Excellent. We're moving right along. Maybe we'll be out of here in 20 seconds and keep it under now. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> All right, real quick here. Do you want to discuss what this show did do for the game show community? What because... did it do? Spawn 1,972,000... 110,237 spin-offs right. <laughs> of, uh, of, of dating games? Cob like... your, your tits, Espinosa. Mute this man. <laughs> um, seriously, At least Watkins sees what two, I did there. Two of the two of the hosts of this show actually went on to more successful game shows down the road. One of which is kind of a game show, kind of not. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Everything's made up and the points don't matter kind of thing. As Chris Hardwick would be part of Comedy Central's At Midnight. And also The Wall. Currently on The Wall on NBC. Jenny McCarthy would return to the game show Jean, sort of, as a judge on The Masked Singer. Boy, and this is going to be a controversial season coming up. So... It did help spawn the game show careers of two of its three main hosts from the original. As far as what happened to the two co-hosts from the 2018 edition, no one cares. If you want to know what happened to Justina Valentine and Conceited, by all means, folks, Google is your friend. Yeah, Have fun. Say, let me Google that for you dot com. <laughs> L-M-G-F-T-Y. I don't I don't know. I that's yeah. And on that bombshell. All right, so let me let me check my format here and make sure that we are call caught up on where we need to go with this. Uh, we have a format. I think we're at a pretty good stopping point where we're at, aren't we? Modern, somebody else modern, re modern relevance, and this goes back to what you were saying. Um, twenty twenty two, absolutely not doable at all. I would think would have to be toned way down. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Or do you think you go the other way with it? I think, right? And I said this kind of a little bit earlier, and I'm not, trust me, I could, and we'll talk about this on Point of View or Friday Midnight W2M Network. Um, show. Family show. Family fucking show. <laughs> yeah, I know that was very oxymoronic. The <laughs> legit. Emphasis on moronic, but I didn't say that out <laughs> loud. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, I could like start going down a list of adult performer names who would probably be a good fit to host this show. I mean, they got Carmelector right after Baywatch. I, I I feel like I feel like my my point is, and you can you can actually put up my actual final thought. Because I'm not saying any more fucking shit after this. Mm -hmm. I've had a very long day. You have one more thing to say, actually. <laughs> but go ahead. You can bring this back and put it... I don't want to say Netflix, but that's kind of like the default platform for this kind of thing, especially for something a little bit more raunchier and in the adult entertainment department that doesn't quite fit an HBO Max or... Something to that effect. This is but my skeptical face. If you bring somebody, how do I put this politely? You don't. don't somebody who 
if they were also on a date with Jimmy Garoppolo, it would make the news. Not, no, that wasn't what I was looking for. Never mind. Works, though. Somebody who, in front of a camera, their only skill is not adult activities. Okay, I'll be a little bit more blunt. If you stick somebody, and I apologize to our viewers beforehand, but apparently the rest of my co-hosts can't figure this one no, out. No, I figured it out. I am just trying to figure out a way Wait, to putting somebody, putting, putting somebody, putting an adult entertainer on camera, right? Like how you had Jenny McCarthy back in the day, who, when you put them on camera, they are not going to be a ditzy blonde who is only good at blowjobs. Okay, to be fair, I feel like Ditsy Blonde actually works great for the format of this show. Oh, you, you get what I meant, because the second part of that sentence was the entire qualifier. Yeah, of course. Somebody that actually has the personality to carry. Somebody who has a brain. Somebody who has the personality to carry this show if you were to reboot it. Yes, Jonathan. Eric, if you could translate this to the non-mathematician out there, what Brian just described there are two disjoint sets of hosts. Basically, either one or the other. No real Not in both. between. Not both. All right. But my point is, is if you get if you get a modern day Jenny McCarthy, right, complete with the you know adult performing background, oh, and the, the the ditzy playful blondness that the carried. gray chick, what Sasha Gray? Well, I was thinking that I was trying I was... to not name. I think well, she's, she's getting on, into actual act. She's getting into actual acting now. So that it's was one of two names that I was going to drop on point of viewer Friday night at midnight on the W2M network. Brian continue. You get a modern day Jenny McCarthy, right? You get, I don't know who the hell replaces Chris. Actually, no, I know exactly who replaces Chris Hardwick. Gabriel Iglesias. no, Sorry, call back to last week. Oh, no, Gabriel Iglesias works way too clean for that to work. Gilbert Gottfried? No. No. Joel McHale? Yes. That could work. A card Sharks guy? Yes. yes. Card Sharks guy. Also known for his either Either Joel McHale or also Will Arnett. His... Will Arnett from SNL? No, Will Arnett, the guy from Arrested Development. Uh... The one who played the 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 magician brother. I don't. I never watched the rest of development. Go Google Will Arnett. I will. All right. Um. A, you a, you a Lego, no. Lego Masters. That oh, okay. That 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 reference I get. Okay. And reminds me Close of those two together. Reminds right? me of my dislike like, for the state uh, of uh, Texas. A uh, uh, modern Jenny McCarthy and either Joel McHale or Will Arnett. On an uncensored, allowed to turn the rod. Now, I'm not saying we need like tits and, you know, outright. Hey, if we're stuck alone together, baby, I'm going to go down on you and give you the best head you ever had. Save that for SBS. Continue. I'm not saying that level of vulgarity, but you, you, you turn, you dial back the standards and practices censorship, right? Just a little bit. 
Stick it on on Netflix because it'll it'll it'll, it'll take, take off, off on Netflix. Netflix. Trust me. Hell, maybe even Hulu. Hulu might actually be crazy enough to pick this up. They did just bring back Futurama. Good news, everyone. You keep the original. I mean, like the original '90s format. Just dial some of the cringy, like non-consensual touching and shit back quite a bit. Me too friendly. Me too friendly. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. Hmm. Me too friendly, but still in that definite risque thing. I think you have an amazing show. Now, mind you, as all of you know here, and maybe our viewers who you know have watched in the past, especially our lead up to Love Month here on Life is Like a Game Show. I am adamantly in the belief that these type of game shows are not game shows. I think these fall more into the reality show segment, which should be its own genre in its entirely and not co-mingled in with game shows. And if you disagree with but, that, you can send your messages to Rancid Randy. But with that said, if you did that right like if you brought back with the good modern jenny mccarthy and a joel McHale or a will arnett or somebody in that style of of com- of comedy and presentment attitude whatever you want panache that's a good word to use panache old school pre-prices right drew carey I would almost say, if you've listened to the men's podcast, Penn's Sunday School, Penn Gillette could do this. Yes. Penn Gillette would be an excellent choice. Especially if you've seen the kind of stuff that he does with Penn Gillette's bullshit. Yes. Penn and Teller's bullshit. Go, go ahead, Brian. Finish your thought. You know who else I could potentially see doing it as well? All right. Now that I think about it. Last one, and then we're going to the finish. Ryan Stiles. Yeah. Uh, off that, off that Drew Carey ilk. I like that. Yeah. I, I, think, I, I think Stiles has the comedic chops for it. He has yeah. the, the ability to improv. If, you, as that's seen, what I was going to say. You need somebody who definitely has – I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. But you definitely need – the male host needs the ability to improv. Because a lot of what's going to happen on that show is going to be improv heavy. You need the, the babe there to be eye, eye candy, candy. but yeah. at the same time be smart enough to be able to carry the show if the improv male host just completely bombs. But all right, so while Eric is taking a few seconds to talk to Mama Watkins, that's why he's kind of persona non gratis for a few seconds. And right as I say that, he comes back here. Uh, Jonathan, I, I understand you have something you have to do right now. You got to take care of it. You got to bounce on us early. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing some red lights under here. Um, Just turn on the freaking drop zone so he can get out of here. Thank you. Bye. Ah! All right. So the last thing that we're going to do for this episode here is we're going to issue a show rating. And Eric tried to get me to do on a scale of one to a hundred, but Honestly, I'm not math enough for that. So we're just going to do one to 10 like normal people. All That's, you have to do I'm is do one, one to 100. Thing. Just put a put a zero on the end of your decimals, one to 10. 
decimals are allowed. Put a zero on the end of your one to ten. Fine. 2.2. So a 22 from him. Uh, I... Two different ratings, and then I have a cumulative rating. I'll let Brian take the Yeah, I was going to say, I'm kind of there myself, honestly. If I'm rating the original, like, you know, Jenny McCarthy... Three, three and a half, so 30, 35. I am giving it on a, you know, standard educator system where, you know, it's failing at 59 or lower. Uh, I'm giving it a 60. I'm giving it like that just barely ass fucking passing. The... If I'm talking about the 2018 reboot with the wannabe gangsta, you know, white chick. Like. 10. 10, 20, yeah. maybe. Um, somewhere- I, I, I don't know if I could go into single digits, but it's possible. Like, it was just that bad. Like, that is the first game show that we have covered here on Life is Like a Game Show. And honestly, I think that I could say that I've ever heard of that I honestly could not sit through an entire episode of. And the fact that the episodes are only like 15 minutes long on average is really saying something. Uh, somewhere around a 40-45-ish for the McCarthy-Hardwick uh, Electro version, just because there's some sentiment attached to it, but it does not hold up well upon repeat viewing, and especially given its place in that demographic in that time frame, where what was considered acceptable and what was considered almost risque for the time frame has now become somewhat status quo in terms of television and media online and in digital and print format. So the McCarthy and Hardwick edition, I'm probably putting it around a 40 just because there's a little bit of a nostalgia factor for me, but it's not something that I'm going to be going back and rewatching again anytime soon, merely just to cover it here on the show. The YouTube version, I was better off not knowing that existed. Because I did not know that that existed until we started doing the research to do tonight's episode. And I want my 11 minutes back that I wasted on that fucking episode. I haven't seen the Quibi shit. I I have a Roku. I might check it out. I'm not going out of my way to do it. I will say this much. Kiki Palmer is a bigger star than Justina Valentine. Oh, no. I know. I know Kiki Palmer. I know True Jackson VP. Like, I'm I'm familiar with, with that. Um... I feel like she was also recently on a show on uh, Fox as well, if I'm not mistaken. Or it I might have been. I think she's finally branching. I think Kiki Palmer's finally starting to branch out of Nickelodeon stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was or just either on something Disney. with. I think she was just on something on either Fox or ABC, if memory serves. I think Eric is heading to the non-credible academic to check this as we speak. Uh, um, Strahan, Sarah, and Kiki, which was their extension of Good Morning America. On ABC. Okay, so she was starting okay. to get some, some mainstream late late hour publicity on GMA. Well, I'll um, be damned. Go ahead, Eric. Uh, bleed over, lead to the max or whatever. She voiced a character named Serena for Worlds 2019. Eric, or Brian is sitting there... <laughs> I 
don't know. Yeah, I need to uh, hold on. Let me look this up. You have to process that. Uh, Eric no, is... I need to figure out what the hell they're talking about because right now I have no freaking idea. He needs to process that while he's doing that, Eric. It's your uh, time for a show. The rating. song Giants as part of a virtual group True Damage. I guess that was the theme song. Oh, 2019. That yes. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, that Kiki Palmer. Yeah, she did. She did the rap thing. She did Kiana's rap verse on Giants True Damage. All right, real quick. While he's, I did not realize that was that Kiki Palmer. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, before I step out a minute, I'm just gonna say this. I'm grading it as a cumulative, even with some of the nostalgia factor and everything else. I said it before. I'm saying it now. A 35. I'm sorry. The the longer it went, the more it was revived. Really, the worse it got. Oh, for sure. Under different professor. The, yeah, no, they they definitely. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Now I. I. Yeah. Okay. The the MTV the MTV version is digestible. The YouTube version is trailer trash. Maybe like if I was just really hard pressed to find something to watch, maybe I would go and watch the MT like the original MTV version of Singled Out. It wasn't horrible, right? Uh -huh. It was just once you get past that mid nineties cringe, it's watchable. Uh -huh. Which is why I gave it a sixty of a barely fucking passing. But why did I watch the MTV? The YouTube 2018 movie. YouTube brief. Because Harry did this to us. Yeah, Harry you know, did this to us. To be fair, next week you guys are kind of getting me back because you guys want to cover this, and I have zero interest in doing this show. What? What, um, what happened? You came baggage? back. Hey, yes. there's a ladder down there, remember? As next week here on Life is Like a Game Show, we go back to a GSN original. It is baggage. Covering baggage. Hosted Jerry, by Jerry, 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 Jerry. Man, you're so, getting into that a little just as much as I am over there, So Eric. just for the record, I want the record to state that I was against covering the show. It is not a game show. But to be fair, neither is singled out. So what the fuck do I know? There's 10. We're done I, here. I, I was going to say, Wikipedia considers it a game show. So Yeah, Wikipedia is wrong. <laughs> Actually, no. Wikipedia gets the same shit from Nielsen. Not that one over there. Speaking uh, of Not to be confused with the ratings company I do not work for. More on that later, potentially. <clears throat> But anyway, somebody get us the fuck out of here before I fall asleep. I'm about to do it right now. You have been listening to Life is Like a Game Show, Singled Out, a presentation of the W2M Network online at W2Mnet.com. In addition, you can find us on all of your favorite podcast listening services such as iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox, Spotify. Don't forget to rate and review us on Spotify. And you can now interact with us on Discord. Link available inside of the show description. You can also find us in video format by checking Twitch, 
I'm going to need Eric to step in here with the specific ones. Twitch.tv slash W2Mnet, Twitter.com slash W2Mnetwork, Facebook.com slash W2Mnetwork, and, and YouTube when it's not being a dick at W2Mnet. Work. Network, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I knew it was work. Uh, social social media availability. Brian, where can people find you online? Uh, online, what is that? Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I am online. I'm here on the W2M network. I have League to the Max or whatever. Uh, we had week one of LCS this past week. It was an amazing show. It was an amazing week. We're going into week two. Momentum starting to build on some of these teams. Great time to be a League fan. Um I am also on Point of Viewer. I'm here. I'm on Twitter at the Andesian. I just started a new job. So right now, me checking social media has not really been a thing. Um, I'm also on Discord. Come join the W2M Network Discord. You can find me there. Jonathan, where can people find you online? You can find my educator page on facebook jtn2002 you've also got the twitch you've got the twitter you got the instagram jtn2002 and why and if you slide into the dms you get absolutely nothing extra maybe some really bad memes but that's going to be about the extent of memes it. and puns yes memes and puns eric and be tiktok jtn2002 you'll not see content You'll see a lot of stuff shared, though. Isn't that right, Mr. Man Above Me? Indeed, it really is. Mr. Watkins, where can people find you online? At Twitter, at Squid Sportshead. Do live tweeting, different events. Going to start doing more bobsled during the Olympics as time allows. Facebook, Flame Wars, and everything else. Eric Watkins, Guy, Wine, Recliner, what have you. Here at the W2M Network, soccer to the max when we get around with it. League to the max or whatever is a disembodied voice. Point of viewer where this week I'm going to hate myself while also discussing adult film entertainers, cockroaches, and other such weird dreams. Maybe a little bit more cricket mixed in as to continue a discussion and I have an idea. As well as, well, here and maybe be something else sports related dot 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 stay tuned we'll discuss that off air further and decide once cricket to the max is finally coming to the w2 web network you could is that what i'm pay, hearing you could not pay me enough i mean i mean you know willow does no, a great job no, no, <laughs> and no. airing minor league cricket and the season is only three away. <coughs> trying to get out of here all right gentlemen i need to get out of here so yeah i'm about to wrap it right now if you the can... on-air light doesn't go off there's going to be a drop zone magically appearing below me uh atb the eagle pretty much anywhere social media related youtube um facebook Twitter, Instagram, Yahoo. What that says right there as well. In addition, um, make sure you guys check us out on the Discord server. You can interact with us. Hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com. Honestly, I think tonight's episode was a much better return to form. Marty Bass, let us know what you think. We uh, apologize for the profanity, but honestly, no, we don't. We don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Yeah. yeah. That, that, do, 
That do be facts, we, though. We, are, we, we apologize for going as egregiously off the rails as we did and for being obscenely loud with the Michael Berger bit, which will never happen again. In addition, we'll probably end up uh, going back and re-deep diving match game at some point in order to try we, to keep We may actually do that, yeah. And then if, if we can re-deep dive it, we might pull it from the archives and give you guys a much better updated version of that. Splitting it into two shows again, but working off of a format like we did tonight. I think the format worked pretty well, honestly. I, I think when we stick to the format, yeah, because we tried to format in the past and then we went off the rails. We'll, we'll discuss that off air once we wrap things up here. So The, the other thing I think is as well, and I, I know you mentioned it in our private chat, but... I don't know if deep dives are our thing. Riffing on shows seems to work a lot better than trying to just the facts, man. Less, he less hello, internet, more Mystery Science Theater 3000. And you're not wrong in that regard. We're still going to give you guys extended discussions on some of our shows. We are going full deep dive on prices, right? But I think that between the four of us, with all of our particular experience with that show, we have the ability to do so if we stay on topic. Yeah, if, and if that's the thing, right? I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I didn't mean to cut you off at the end there. If it's a show that we can comfortably deep dive, and we know the content, and it's there to deep dive, well, you best believe we're plunging into the Olympic deep end of that pool. Hashtag spelunking. So, but if it's something like this where there's no content we're doing it because it's you know valentine's day by the way happy valentine's day in advance to all of our fans and listeners out there in podcast land we hope you spend valentine's day with someone that you care for and love or watching game shows that you care for and love well, I was going to just go ahead and say the only thing that I'm acknowledging on that day is an early birthday to our Harry Broadhurst. But since y'all want to open up that fucking wound... I'll be at work 13 hours. Anyways, if I could finish this off here, yeah. We will be getting to a full deep dive for The Price is Right. We have one planned for Pressure Luck as well. Obviously, two topics that all four of us know very well. And I've been given more than my fair share of homework to do. Were you not done, Brian? Is that why? No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, no, I really wasn't done, but that's okay. I think so, I have one last comment that I must obligatorily. I've say. been trying to wrap this show for almost five minutes now. Make it quick, Jonathan. It'll be quick because if we ever go off the rails to that degree, this might be the group that needs a spay and neutering. Unfortunately, <laughs> may that not happen though. All right. Go ahead and finish your thought, Brian, so I can send us home. No, I, I, I mean, that pretty much was my thought, honestly, is just, hey, we're going to give you the content that we know that we can produce, right? Sometimes it's going to be actual, credible, intelligent, you know, deep, intelligent dives. deep dives. Sometimes it's going to be, hey, this show was a pile of garbage. There's nothing notable here. And, or, or here's the like two notable things about this show in the you case of single, in the case of single down here's jenny mccarthy here's carmen electra here's chris hardwood that's the show 
and then we get to spend a few moments also riffing on how bad the reboots can be at times. Yeah. Don't uh, worry. There will be other shows that we go down that road as well. I think. Well, 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 like I said at the beginning in, in our, you know, address to the viewers, our, our Jackie Gleason moment. Which is the only time I will actually allow credible referencing to that show. All right, folks. For Brian Espinoza, Jonathan Nielsen, and Eric Watkins, I'm Harry Broadhurst. You have been listening to Life is Like a Game Show, singled out, a presentation of the W2M Network. We'll see you guys next week for Baggage, a GSN original. Take care. Love, of you. love us or hate us. Thanks for watching. <laughs>